Hi, welcome to D and a D, the father-daughter podcast, where we talk about family, business, travel, society, health, technology, and anything else you can think of. You'll learn about new and different topics from a teen, daughter, and student's point of view, plus an adult, father, and business coach's point of view. Dad, are you ready? Let's do it. So sit back and enjoy these mind-buzzing discussions. Мы сегодня будем говорить о интересной теме. We're going to talk about an interesting topic. Like what? We're going to talk about education. So my question is, what's the difference between your education that you were about to go to university in a few years, my education, and his education? He's 91 years old, you are 15 years old, and 36 years old. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have some difference between before World War II education, my education, and you with Fugel, with Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. So, where are we going? Let's discuss differences. Okay. Разница между довоенной моей, моим образованием и ее образованием. Так, расскажи в двух словах. И как ее образование то, или нынешнее? Ну, то. Ну, ты расскажи, вот, 15 лет, как выглядит твое образование, и как ты, если тебе надо узнать какую-то информацию, как ты ее находишь? Я приведу. Тогда. How is your education when you're 15 years old? And what you should do, or what you approaching to, in case you need some guidance or information. In other words, what is your, your Google in 1935? Я открывал учебник и искал то, что меня интересует. Сколько было в учебнике информации? Минимум. Значит, вот еще надо учитывать, что Я работал и учился. Так что, когда я приходил после работы на учебу, иногда спал. Готовного не было. Засыпал какой-то. Потом писание девяти возвращался домой. При этом я перевожу. At the time he learned, he also worked. So he used to take two shifts. He used to go home after learning, take a quick nap, and then go to work. And he also had a very small book that is called Index, an introduction in every subject. And based on that, you can research and find your answers or look for it to guide for, or look for additional guidance for Library. Library was 
the holiest place in the world. Так что такое библиотека для тебя в те времена? Библиотека это кладезь науки, кладезь знаний. Надо находить было учебники, надо находить было задачи, история, география, математика. И уже специальные предметы. Сколько книжек было в библиотеке? Ну, how many books you had in the library? One thousand, ten thousand, десять тысяч, тысяча. Нет, десять тысяч я Это было Not during the war. Тысяча книг. Больше. Between thousand to ten thousand books at the most. Сколько времени у тебя надо найти ответ для сочинения и надо в никто с пунктах узнать информацию. Сколько времени тебе заняло для того, чтобы пойти в библиотеку, найти нужные темы, открыть нужные книги? Okay. How much time it took you to research? If you need multiple answers from multiple books, Used to take it a day off, on the day off, mm -hmm. to do the research. Yeah. About a half a day. If you're not falling asleep, it's going to take you a half a day. Mm -hmm. The research, the answers. So every time you have to read essay, you have to take a half a day of research. Wow. To go to the library. It's a very simple, like the most ridiculous, simple way of research. He always tells me, like, where, where should you go? Like, how more the world could be advanced? Like, it's already so crazy. Ну, я еще там. Я еще там. По крайней мере. It feels like he's still in the history. But at the same time, he lives here. And he's questioning how, where the world is going. As, As everyone does. As everyone does. He also questioning where the I world question is going. every day. The world is slowly evolving into a new and new like generation where suits you know better you know more you know better and he does that's why you have the tool and you know how to find answers in the in the new reality I think it is a great thing for to be able to work while studying. What you can use your what you just studied, you can apply it to your work, learn. You could really study through your work, through your study together. It really puts it in, like stamps it in your head. Now you know it by heart. 
rest of your life. Use that as a tool to navigate the new generation too, to teach Gen Z new. I agree. You know what's always amazed me? The more knowledge we have available through Google for Jet be the more stupid we become. <laughs> and and the, the result of that, you know, I as a kid in your age, I used to ask him and go him to him for homework. And in the middle of the night, in the middle of any time, any question, chemistry, biology, physics, math, no matter how complicated it is, I could ask him. He knows the answer on the blind. Like he was sitting with me with my teacher, with Google. my professor, is the Google at the class, and he knows the results. You know all the methodology, how to solve it. And it's been 30, 40, 50, 60 years since, since the last time he, he learned that. So what really makes the difference for us? We learn something and we forget it one minute after we, we, we submit the essay versus their generation who really knew and they saved the knowledge for 60 years later. Вопрос такой, вопрос такой. Почему мы сегодня учим? Настолько информации есть у нас в руках. Мы можем спросить любой вопрос, получить ответ за секунды. Но при этом мы становимся намного тупыми. К примеру, да, к примеру, количество информации, потому что у нас есть доступ такому большому количеству информации, это значит, что мы, мы не помним телефоны. Мы больше их не помним. Нам незачем помнить. У нас телефоны запоминают. Кос попросил позвонить жене. Он говорит, какой жене? Первый или второй? Он звонит все. Телефон все знает. И так далее, и так далее. А ваш время вы учили физику, химию, биологию, математику, Навечно. Я и рассказываю, когда мне нужно было делать домашние задания в 15 лет, как будто ты сидел со мной за столом в школе. Так как вас так учили, что запоминается навсегда? How did you guys learn so you remember it forever? What's the difference in the methodology of learning? I think... Это было минимум Видим. Потому что совсем другие цели образования. Вот какие цели? What was the purpose of education? Специальность. И в этой специальности пытаться учиться все время осваивать новое что-то по тем временам. То есть ты говоришь, что дать вам способность, чтобы учить новые вещи. Да. Ты говоришь, что The way they learn is to get qualification for work as soon as possible. Because if you don't work, you don't survive. And to get tools that will help you to explore additional knowledge along the way. It's like a basic tool that you call the very basic tool, even though he, he knows every aspect of astronomy, physics, chemistry, you name it. That will, you know, he can sell books today. But the way they learn it is like, get the minimum as possible so you can have enough tools in every aspect of the world and knowledge so you can apply it to every applicable way of learning and in life. Ну а сегодня что у нас? 
Меньше мяса. Взгляд прошлое не было жажды знаний. When he looked back, he had a thirsty of knowledge. When he was 23 ways in mind, he had a, a, a desperate for knowledge. Desperate need. Yeah. Desperate need. Like he, he wanted knowledge. He wanted to drink knowledge as a thirsty person for water. Every knowledge. What if not? Still, that's still. If not, you go behind. But you don't have the knowledge. If you don't have the knowledge in the tools, you go behind. You go in reverse. There's no way to survive if you don't have the knowledge. Especially if you're Jew. And in Russia, that days. А как это быть евреем в Советском Союзе? Что это значит насчет иметь знания, быть впереди? What does it mean to be in the... Какие плаценты были в Академии? Еврея. На 150 человек три еврея. For every 150 students, it was limit for three Jews. For the Academy, maximum. So to be one of the three, you have to be a superstar. It's a, it's almost like a miracle to get in. Yeah. And you always try to be, to learn enough to be in the front. So if you were non-Jews, all the paths was open for you. Even if you are very like C-learning, D-learning, but if you want to be one of the, the only unique person to get the three spots, you have to be at the top A's. I always have to be at the front. There's no, there's no way down. The cockta domesh is in. But yeah, but above your grandfather, mother, she got the the best accent, like the most. They had a red letter with excellence. You know, the most excellent student wow. in the academy. That will work. Oh That's the way it should. And in the years, she become, she managed the library. And as a manager of library, you have to really know all the books. You will be the Google. You will be the index. Расскажи, как бабушка знала всю библиотеку. Вот к ней приходили, и она должна знать все литературы, все где найти, что найти. There was a special theme called Bibliographia to know about books. She was the Google, right? She was sitting in the front desk and imagine a student come to her and say, hey, I need to know a topic about this and that. And she will guide you from thousands of books until you have to go to 
there, pick up this chapter, and there, pick up that piece, that piece, and this. Wow. This five, six, seven, ten books that you should have, get your essay to be written. Mm -hmm. So this is what she learned. She was wow. the expert of books. Mm -hmm. And I remember as a little, little kid, five years old, visiting this library. To me, it was a, like a palace of books. When they moved from Russia to Israel, they they took with them maybe 20 or 30 yard container full of books wow. that had been stolen on the way, by the way. People rubbed it. But that's what they had. Knowledge. A full container, not a furniture. It's just books. About astronomy, about, about you know, classics and novels. Я целый контейнер взяли из России книжек, которые похитили по свидетелю. Yeah. It puts rocks just to have it heavy. Yeah. Sad, but that's the reality. Так что ты желаешь будущим студентам? What do you wish for future students? Everything will be different in five years. Sadly. Everything will look different. Yeah, when our little one, who now is two and a half years old, the same should be 20 years, the world will be different. What do you think? How you should learn if you want to be a doctor? What's the methodology of good learning practicing you should have, despite all the years of differences? You should know. Learn people. Understand the people who most needed your help. Learn from the aspect of people. From their point of view. From the point of understanding people. <laughs> not diseases, not numbers. From the heart. I think it's a great lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
despite the difference in technology, the most important of being a doctor is have the full diagnosis of a person. That's including not only the disease, it's also including the expectation of a person. Why is coming to the, to the doctor? Why is seeking for medicine? It's psychology behind it. His personal situation, all of that, and that's despite technology and, and AI, because feelings cannot be replaceable. Emotions cannot be replaceable. Being an emotional doctor who can really read the patient, not only blood test, really understanding why this person, where he is in his life, what is his needs, then you're a great doctor. Then you have a real feeling, personal connection and relationship with your patients. Mm -hmm. And that's will sustain for years. You didn't have to it. No one Every person is different. No one is the same. So having personal connections and a channel to each person, that all makes you a big good doctor. What you will forget, there's then there's and then you will help him. And Well, that's a Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. And to catch all the latest from us, be sure to follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn. Thanks for listening. See you next time. See you next time.